0: What's up, everybody? This is just your friendly reminder of our sponsors. We are sponsored by the book sales of Rewilding the Modern Man and Awakening the Tranquil Warrior, both written by yours truly, Trenton Sweet, and my co-writer and co-host on the show wrote Awakening the Tranquil Warrior with me. And we are also sponsored by The Old Road Farm in Washington, Pennsylvania, a local to us, regenerative and beautiful family-owned farm. We are also sponsored by Energy Fitness Studio in Washington, Pennsylvania. All right, so today we got Dr. Bajane. I already fucked that up, (laughs) Dr. We. I'm just going to let you say it so that I don't fuck it up again. But anyways, we got uh, the Kettlebell Athletes is what you guys are known as online, and that's how most people are probably going to recognize you. So these two are... Fantastic couple. They've done some really amazing things. I just saw you guys finish up the low back pain certification we did in San Diego. I think that's cool as hell. And I want to talk about that because we teach kettlebell classes at our gym, and so many people are concerned about their lower back hurting and being damaged from kettlebell. So I definitely want to talk about that. So would you guys give us a quick little
1: intro yeah, of yeah. yourselves?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, sure. So my name is Bijan. Uh I am a physical therapist and coach and, um, you know, long story short, um, COVID hit, I started my own mobile physical therapy and online health coaching business in 2020 and, uh, decided that was going to be the route that I took. Um, you know, I was furloughed from my salary job. I was working in a really nice clinic in La Jolla, California, which is just beautiful and um, the rest is history Uh, now we have a global online health coaching business where we coach hundreds of athletes from all around the world uh, and um, it's a ton of fun we just really love what we do now we love the people that we serve and um, it gets us freaking jacked waking (laughs) up every day and getting to do what we do uh, for our work so feeling extremely grateful
2: yeah we're extremely blessed and my name is Gabby my background is in nursing, and while I was in nursing school, I got a scholarship um, that qualified me to work with uh, low income and underserved communities. So, after school, I got a job working for low income and underserved communities uh, down in San Isidro, which is by the border of Mexico, and also up in the mountains in California by the Indian Reservation. So, I, I bounced a lot around a lot. And what my time in the healthcare system showed me is how limited our healthcare system is in providing people basic education on how to take care of themselves and how to prevent some of the most common metabolic diseases that a lot of people experience. And um, while we were going down our own fitness journey, uh, rabbit hole during the pandemic, uh, it really opened up my eyes to like a new, form of healthcare. Like healthcare providers can be so much more than just prescribing protocols and treatment plans. Like they really need to be there to coach people through the experience so that they get long-term results. And that's kind of what we did in a nutshell is we put our two specialties together with movement and lifestyle to now coach athletes all around the world on how to live their best life and feel healthy and strong.
0: I love it. I love it. That's like when doctors put the missing link because you guys also do nutrition advice too, and and lifestyle changes and things like that. I think that's really important and really special because people go to their doctors all the time and they get kind of lackluster advice most of the time, but you guys are, Hey, you got to move your body a little bit and we can help you with that.
3: Well, also you're experienced in it too, right? So you can help a lot because of that. Like, I feel like, um, the majority of practice, like, you can't really give advice that you're not taking yourself. So like, they're like, they'll be like, well, maybe some exercise will help. And then you're like, well, what? Well, I don't know. Like, you know, like lift some stuff, become stronger. And so like, you guys are skilled in that because you have the experience. You've been messing around with this yourself. You've been making your body stronger so you can walk people from the start and to where you are now. Yep.
1: Yeah, that that experience is priceless because you actually understand what it takes to go from, you know, in in our case, like we were never like out of shape. We were always pretty fit, like we played sports in high school. We trained hard in college, but our bodies suffered because we didn't really know how to train, you know, like our mentality was like, all right, we're just going to show up at the gym and just work hard, which is like it gets you to a certain point. But then we actually learned how to train smart and train hard and Mm -hmm. how to fuel your body for performance. And, um, you know, I just, I always wanted to just feel good, be strong and like be capable. Mm -hmm. And once we really like applied the nutrition into our, our lives and like, we felt it like immediately we had more energy. We could just we got so much stronger. We packed on muscle. Like in the course of a year, I think you put on like five pounds of muscle. Yeah. I put on like 10 pounds of muscle just from learning how to train the right way and how to eat to actually achieve that specific adaptation that we were looking for. Yeah. Um, so I yeah, you know, and there's always this conversation of like, you know, would you listen to the out of shape doctor? And, and <laughs> I don't think you have to be you know, necessarily fit to provide good advice, but I do think you can relate to your clientele more when you've actually gone through that process yourself. You know what's going on in here um, as you as you go through the process. Um, so
0: no, and and that's a lot to be said. Like you said, five and ten pounds of muscle—that's a lot in a year for yes. already trained athletes. That's, uh-huh. a, that's a lot of muscle to put it on. Is. So and that's obviously natural. But, you know, not using anything extra (laughs)
3: and how cool though because you thought you were probably like at your prime or your max and then you change a little bit of nutrition and you're like whoa you're seeing your body evolve so much more in this capability it has Mm
1: -hmm. big time And, and and it also really opened our eyes to holy shit you can get strong as fuck and pack on muscle with just kettlebells like we didn't pick up a dumbbell a barbell nothing we haven't done i mean I've maybe picked up a barbell like five times in the past three years Wow so this was strictly from kettlebell training and if you think about it like what do you really need you need progressive overload yeah. and like you can do that by just doubling the bell and getting heavier bells so I think that argument that people have is oh you know you can't build moss so you can't yeah you can it's called progressive <laughs> overload get more kettlebells get heavier bells and we saw it in ourselves and and then we started teaching other people how to do it and we've seen it time and time again with i mean our 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 co our our data set now is hundreds of people we've seen it happen to so it's like you know it's it's not bullshit and shit it's yeah it's proofs in the pudding yeah. exactly i'm i'm curious did you guys
0: meet in college or like when did your guys's journey together start
1: yeah <laughs>
2: why don't you tell the story i like your version
1: yeah well uh so i was in my my last year of graduate school so i did my um my doctorate of physical therapy program at a small school in philadelphia called the university of the sciences and that is where good times go to die so (laughs) i recommend i don't recommend it uh but it was it served its purpose um for me, it was a six-year university where I could fast-track my education. And I met Gabby, so I'm very grateful for going there. Uh, but essentially, I was I was actually getting ready to leave for California on a four-month clinical rotation, my last rotation of grad school. And I was with one of my best friends who I was actually like sleeping in his extra bedroom at that time because I didn't want to get a lease for a short period of time because I was going to Cali. And uh, we were just going to say bye to some of our fraternity brothers. And uh, as I was leaving the fraternity house, I saw Gabby standing on the front porch talking to one of my buddies. And I told my, my friend who I was walking out with, I was like, you got to give me five minutes. <laughs> give me five minutes. I just can't help myself. So, um, you know, next thing you know, uh, I didn't even like we just had we probably talked for like an hour on the front porch. I never grabbed her number or anything but every single day after that i saw her until i left and we had never met or seen each other before that so i was like this is crazy like this is not a coincidence this is something is going on here
2: i'm like is he following
1: me what's going on like like at starbucks in the gym out for a run like just seeing her around campus um the universe and, uh, was like you guys need to connect you need to connect. Yeah. yeah and then actually we i the the day before i left for my rotation i saw her and um
2: we talked a little bit you were like i'm going to california tomorrow i'm like oh my god so much fun i can't wait to hear all the stories like let me know how your time is
1: still never grabbed her number like a, like a fool <laughs> and when i got back Uh, it was like within the first few days of me getting back, like, um, we like met again, essentially we ran into each other and I was like, okay, like let's make some moves, buddy. So (laughs) um, yeah, so we pretty much just developed a really close friendship, um, during that, that it was like, I graduated in May and we hung out like every week from May until I moved to California permanently in August, and so we really got to just know each other. We developed a great friendship. And I moved out here. Gabby was still in nursing school, yeah. um, so she finished up her education. And you know, she'd come out and visit, and we'd do like some some awesome trips to like Yosemite, to Zion National Park. I'd take her out, and we'd do some gnarly like off roading on my Jeep in some of the deserts local like that are local to us. And uh, we just were having so much fun. So when she graduated, I just asked her if she wanted to move in uh, with me. And so she packed up her car and drove cross country and the rest is history. Yeah, oh, right on.
3: Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
1: And now here you guys are together.
3: Yeah.
0: Running a massive business and, and just doing it together too.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Two of us. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that was like six years ago.
0: <laughs> I think that's cool. That's a cool story. I like mm-hmm. it. It's literally like the universe was like, will you just get her number already? like, yeah, like how many can?
3: times do we need to show you this? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and you're just right. like, I. but you're so in your normal day that you're like, oh, well, she's cool and cute and I really like her, but like universe is like, no. <laughs>
1: yeah, you got to make some, the universe is like, dude, make yeah. some moves. What do you do? <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> like, come on, we're giving you all the opportunities, man.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's cool though. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, I was going to ask you guys, so that kind of leads into that. We tell people this all the time, but they're tired of hearing us saying it. What is your guys' perspective on going on a fitness journey as a couple? How important yeah, is Yeah,
2: yeah. You
1: want to speak to that?
2: Yeah, I think, I think it's so important to do it with your partner because – you're a, a byproduct of your environment. So if your partner is not on the same page as you, it just makes it so much harder. And I mean, I couldn't imagine doing it by myself. So I'm so happy that we're doing it together.
1: Yeah. I Yeah. It's just, it makes it more fun too, because you're having all these aha moments together and you're growing together. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a reason why Gab and I are able to to have been able to do what we've done in the past couple of years, um, you know, in terms of our own fitness journey, but also growing a business together, is like we've had to like hold each other accountable. We, you know, we make sure that our, we create time in our schedule for what is actually important to us, mm-hmm. and obviously training. Making sure you get you, you go take your grocery haul and get the right foods you need to fuel your body. And um, when you're on the same page, man, like you, you're unstoppable. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely unstoppable. And Mm -hmm. we've seen it with like just the people that we are coaching when their partner, it goes in with them is on the same page. Their Mm -hmm. likelihood of achieving their end result is like tenfold. Agreed. A hundred percent.
3: You can't have
0: one person eating. Eating one thing at dinner and someone else eating yeah, chicken and like, broccoli or whatever.
3: Like, for like maybe a week. <laughs> I mean, maybe, a month, you know, like determine, how determined they are. But eventually that gets to somebody when you're not eating uh, the same food or shopping for the same things or educating yourselves in the same things, listening to the same podcast or reading the same book like it doesn't have to be identical, but like pretty similar, right? Like, so that you're going down a similar avenue. I think that support from the partner is really needed. I couldn't, like you said, Gabby, like I couldn't imagine doing it by myself. Like I, I think about that. And then when some clients come in or maybe come to the studio and, um, usually, a lot of times it's in our case we've seen so far like the woman that kind of starts it, mm-hmm. and then their husband follows at least like in the case. And I'm like, I just couldn't imagine like you know what I mean like trying to convince Stratton like hey blah 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 like it would just be a lot of stress.
1: <laughs> yeah, getting buy-in from both parties is. I mean, when that happens, like 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 I, you're unstoppable but it is, it's getting that, that level of buy-in. And, um, you know, I think that there's, yeah, it's like Gab said, you're, you're just a byproduct of your environment. So set yourself up for success. And
2: like you said, it allows you to grow together. So that way you're not growing and there's friction. And now all of a sudden you can't like relate on the same
3: things you used to relate on. So, yeah, I totally agree. Even like the whole, like, I know, like going back Trenton was into fitness before I was and I was I became a holistic nutritionist so we were like similar pages but different and um, I was pregnant at the time and with our first and I was kind of like irritated when he would go to the gym all the time because I didn't understand yet like because I was like way more about nutrition than I was physical activity and I didn't system. know
0: anything about food <laughs> yeah you
3: didn't know anything so we complimented each other in that way but still didn't completely understand so like when I was like something about food and I was like no I don't and he would get irritated he'd be like well why and then like it would be like the opposite I'd be like do you really need to go work out tonight like didn't you work out like yesterday because like coming from you don't understand till you're in it
2: mm-hmm
3: And I I so see so many women kind of like struggle with that, at least in a studio, because they're like, yeah, but I need to do this and this and this. And when you have a partner that supports that, they're like, no, go, go do your thing. I know what it's like to skip three days at the gym. Don't do that. Go do your thing. I'll take it over.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And particularly once you realize that like your partner is just a better person when they are taking good care of themselves, like. You obviously if, if you're in the relationship for the right reasons you want your partner <laughs> to feel good and uh, to be happy and I think that that's just a part of it like I mean the you know obviously we train so we can be strong we can be capable but it a, a lot of it is what happens in here um, I mean I would say that may be the most important part of training your body physically is what it does for you mentally as well i totally agree what was it in a there was like a podcast
0: that dr joe rogan did with someone and they said that exercise has been stated as like a is being one and a half times more effective at reducing anxiety and depression than like the leading pharmaceuticals at this point that enough right there. That that whole statement just says yeah. how important activity is. Up. I mean, yeah. when
3: you show up for yourself, then you're able to show up for everybody else, and you whether it's your partner or family or if you have children, your children, like, um, because then you feel like your cup's full, and you're not always like trying to give when you're not receiving.
1: Hundred <laughs> percent. Um,
3: yeah. but yeah, like going back to the kettlebell part, I really want to kind of touch. So I feel like women are intimidated by the kettlebell. So I like want to get your guys' standpoint on training women and why they should not be intimidated by the kettlebell and should like um, totally feel empowered when they are in those classes and doing it.
1: Yeah, so the majority of our athletes are female and they're a bunch of fucking badass (laughs) and they love it. And I mean, for so many reasons for, I mean, I think for a, a lot of it comes down to showing them how capable they really are. And, um, uh, you know, I, it, it's a very old school mindset that, oh, women aren't supposed to lift weights. Like you're supposed to stay home and, you know, tend to whatever that, that old, that old mentality when it comes to how women should be. And it's like, that is far from the truth. Women are, you're setting the example for your family. Like your kids are watching you and if you're not taking care of yourself if if you're not able to show up with confidence and feel like you're capable well, guess what that's showing your kids so i think that like having a strong female presence in the family dynamic is non-negotiable and uh, the reality is it's not that hard to learn how to use kettlebells if you have good instructions and if you if you play it smart like, you know, when we're teaching our athletes how to use the kettlebell, it starts with basics. Like, how do I hold it? Okay, this is different than a dumbbell. The kettlebell sits over here. Okay, let's pull that elbow in. How do you feel now? You feel a little more stable? Good, all right, let's push that bell overhead. Okay, you're you're, you're good. That feels good, right? Pull it back in. Okay, let's hold it by the horns and do some squats. So you, you just slowly introduce it to them and over time, they just they just start throwing that shit around. Yeah. Like we just got off a call with one like with a couple of our athletes. And we have a 50-year-old woman who was doing uh double bell jerks with 40 pound bells each. Oh so she right was on.
2: jerking Whoa. 80
1: pounds overhead. And she's not someone who had like a background in weightlifting. She never played sports. She's not a coach. She's a normal person. She's a she's actually a physician. And um It's, I mean, it's incredible. Like, I think that, uh, yeah, kettlebells are actually maybe the most user-friendly strength training modality there is because of its versatility and how you can use it and how it's not restricting your body, right? Like with a barbell, like you're locked in and pretty much you're just moving in this, like the forward back motion, right? You're doing some squats. You can do some lunges but good luck adding in rotation. Good luck going side to side. Like that's, that's tough. But with a kettlebell, you can move your body freely in all planes of motion. The weights are super scalable. And, um, I mean, we're, we're coaching people every, every, everywhere from 15 to 70 years old and men, women, and they all like, I mean, they're getting strong and they just Dude, they just they eat it up. They're just having fun. I love it when they see the benefit of it. Like I'm sure
0: when you guys talk to your athletes, I'm sure they tell you all the time, like, Oh my God, I can't believe how much stronger I am. Like in the beginning, I could barely do a jerk with a five-pound kettlebell. And now I'm using 40s. Like I love seeing that like in our athletes too. Like when I see someone comes in and they're like, I don't know, I'm afraid to try kettlebells. And you're like, Well, let's just give it, you know, you know, try it. We'll see how you feel, whatever. And then four months later, they're swinging around a, you know, 40 pound kettlebell. And you're like, look at you. I look at you. You're such a beast.
3: It makes you so proud. You're like, whoa.
1: <laughs> Big time. Yeah. And, 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 you know, it's, it's, I mean, strength is just being strong is so empowering and everyone, everyone deserves to feel that way. And, um, there's, you know, there's a, there's a method to teach everybody, you know, again, I, I think kettlebells are very inclusive in that way. If you can uh, introduce it the right way, then I, I I really don't see someone who cannot benefit from kettlebell training.
2: And I think kettlebells are perfect for women in particular because um, a lot of women aren't exposed to strength training and it's something that they can do from home.
0: Yay. And
2: that kind of takes the intimidation factor of it away. And opens up a whole new world to them where they can train their body from home. They finally can pour into themselves, um, you know, to make themselves feel good, take care of themselves while, you know, juggling their kids or whatever. And um, yeah, we have one of our athletes who is like a 40-year-old mom. She has three kids, never strength trained before in her life. And she is like falling in love with kettlebells. She is obsessed, borderline obsessed now because, (laughs) because she's finally like feeling strong. She was always fit, but she never strength trained. And like, she's finally feeling like, Oh my God, my core is tight. I feel like I can actually put things away overhead without like feeling tight in my traps. And it just changes people's lives with just a couple kettlebells from home. Like
3: it's so empowering.
2: It
0: really <laughs> it is empowering.
3: It really is. And I love, I I think it is so special for women to train like heavier, like, because even when it comes to you being a mom, um, it heaven forbid there was ever a situation where you had to defend your children or defend yourself, but, you know, from somebody else or your kids, like you want to be able to do that, right? Like you don't want to have to be looking around, like for someone to come save you. You want to be able to to save your kids and save yourself and then also even just pick it up your kids like what if they're stuck somewhere in a tree and they're like a 50 pound child like and you can't get them down like I think it's um super practical and important to train that way, or even like open your own jar, like you know, something so simple. But like a lot of women will be like, "Hey, can you open this for me?" Like you know, and some um, and I think that's really cool with the kettlebell too because it works with grip strength, it works with the wrist, it works with the forearms. It's, and I think that's why it can be intimidating for some people, but I, it just is so empowering. <laughs>
1: Mm -hmm. yeah
0: absolutely Absolutely. and i love what you were saying about the versatility of a kettlebell because you can take one anywhere like go on vacation you can put one kettlebell in your trunk and you can use that one kettlebell to train your entire body wherever you are you can go
3: outside you can i mean it's you don't Yeah. It's, it's just a weight. It's just a bell. It's, it's the perfect thing. And then you can be really creative with the kettlebell as well.
0: It's fun because of the versatility. Like
3: dumbbells. I mean, like, and you were saying, like, you can only get like so creative, (laughs) but a kettlebell, you could swing that thing around. You could do like over your head around your waist, like a hula hoop almost.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, that's really what drew us into it. Like early on was we followed some accounts like, uh, Colin Darren, he's Darren 101 on on Instagram and he was just doing oh, some. Oh yeah. I have seen him. Yeah. He's wild with the kettlebell. Like amazing, amazing yeah. what he's been able to, you know, figure out with it. And we were watching that and that, and then we bought our first kettlebells and we were like, okay, like, let's figure out like, what do we do with this thing? And, you know you start watching other people's videos you get some inspiration and and like like you said we were just bringing our bells to the park yeah and just messing around having fun and learning learning how to you know use this piece of equipment to train our body mm-hmm. and um yeah it's, it is a blessing how it's just a you know one bell uh you can do so much so much good is he gonna you guys are going to belfast Right
0: next uh, in September, right? Is he going to be there as well?
1: I don't think so. No,
0: I I forget. I know, like I saw Gooch and a bunch of other other like the kettlebell influencers like you guys on there, but I didn't look real hard and see if I saw him. But I know you guys are going to be there, and that's cool as fuck.
3: I mean, even yeah. if we have like an influential community on kettlebells. Yeah. I feel like should be validation enough for people listening, like holy, like there's a whole community for this. Well, yeah, because it's important and it works. Yes. Yeah. Like, don't be intimidated by
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many different ways to use it. So, you know, there's like, you know, there's flow, there's juggling, there's hard style, there's sport. And it's like, no one is better than the other. You just have to know why you're using one versus the other. And, you know, I think they, in a lot of ways, there's, there's room for all of it. If if that's your thing, you know, there's, there's this like weird thing in the kettlebell community where certain uh, people who follow a certain type of training sort of bash the other. And it's like, what are we talking about? Like, if you look at some of the OG kettlebellers, they're juggling, they're using like 150 pound kettlebells and flipping them and, and like doing all types of types of stuff and it's like
2: like going back to the 1800s like circus performers in russia
1: yeah <laughs> it, it was, it, that's so it's good.
2: really cool to go down a youtube rabbit hole like if anyone wants
1: to do that yeah <laughs> so i think it is i, I think Belfast is going to be cool because it is going to bring together all these people that have you know, a different philosophy and style with kettlebells and get to introduce the the public like these are all the things you can do with them which is uh I think that's really special that we're at a point where you know, we're we yeah. There's a thing like Belfast that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
0: so fucking I cool. That is cool. Did that, well That's September second and third, right? Is that what I remember? Yeah. When, where yeah. is that in California? Where where was that going to be at? Atlanta.
2: Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, in
0: Atlanta. Okay, so I'm on the other the other coast here. Yeah. Uh, I think that's cool as fuck, and I, like I said, I skimmed through the list a couple weeks ago when I seen it, and I was like, oh, there's some fucking really cool motherfuckers gonna be at this. This is gonna be so cool. And you guys, just what, you're one year into the making of kettlebell athletes, right? Like officially.
2: Hmm. Yeah, we're almost going on. T-
1: our Instagram is. Our now-
2: Instagram's almost two years old, but our membership is one years old.
0: it's just one year old. That's. Yeah. It. That's amazing. What you guys have been able to do in that short
1: amount of time is just incredible. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it's been I mean, it's been hustle. Like we've been working hard and going through it. You know what I mean? Like the entrepreneurial journey is not for the the weak, to say the least. And uh, I think it, again, goes back into you have to have a good partner. Uh, to, you know, so you can get, you can keep each other moving forward and um, just not like, I think one of the most important things for people to hear is don't be afraid to invest in yourself. You know, don't be afraid to invest in yourself. There's so many entrepreneurs that are trying to figure this shit out on their own. And it's like, dude, you don't have to, like you can, you can, you can invest in yourself and learn from people who've already done the thing. And they'll tell you exactly what you need to do. And they totally understand. They can look at your business and help you kind of fill in where you need to be filled in. And um, same thing with people's fitness journey. Like, you know, if you don't know what to do with nutrition, invest in a nutrition coach. If you want to learn how to get strong, invest in, um, you know, a strength coach. So that's been uh, very enlightening for us was really like investing in ourselves these past three years. Um, and I, I would accredit a lot of our accelerated progress to, to that.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's really important invest in yourself too. I think it's really important. I feel like when you start out as an entrepreneur, you think you're, you do do a lot of it yourself, but you don't have to wear every hat. Like, and I think uh, it's important for people to know that too like like you said to go to somebody else and ask for advice whether it's a friend of that owns another small business or you know like maybe they're 10 years old and you're like hey what was it like when you first started like even to get advice that way um yeah. is really helpful but also like with nutrition i feel like so many people want to take on nutrition and weightlifting and the gym and all of this at the same time, which is really great. because that shows how much they want to change, but that could be super overwhelming. Like mm-hmm. that's something like you guys and us that took us years to get to that point, you know, like domino by domino and and people want to like swallow it all at once. And you're like, hold up hold up no hold up i that's awesome and i honor you and i admire you but let's take it step by step and maybe like outsource a little bit here
0: yeah fall off the wagon they take on all that at once and they'll work hard at it for a couple of weeks and then it's just too much it's
3: just like opening up a business right like so many people when you first open up a business if you don't have somebody to hold you accountable or a good partner to go through those waves that you're gonna go through because you you start and you're like, this is gonna be so magical. We're gonna work together. This is gonna be incredible. It's gonna be the best time of our life. I can't wait. And it is but it's also kind of traumatizing. (laughs) You're like, like, I did not see the drama coming in this. It was like all fairies when I was looking in. But so it's, I think it's the same way. Like if someone would have told you like at the beginning of opening business, like, hey, this is what it's, you know, maybe you wouldn't have. So like, I think that's important going back to people's fitness journeys, like kind of like relating that in the same way. Like you're at the beginning of this, like, you know, outsource what you can, wear the hats that you can, find a good partner, get them in with you on it, whether it's your spouse or a sibling or something, somebody, a best friend, a mom, a dad to go in with you on this. Is so there's somebody to bounce off of here? Yeah.
0: Some, like you said, someone to keep you in check because yeah, most of the time you're not both going to have a great day. When that <laughs> happens, it's perfect. The stars align, everything's <laughs> wonderful, but a lot of, often, one person's down, you kind of need to bring each other up, and it it changes.
3: (laughs) And you're like, oh, whoa, I'm in the good mood today, and then they're like, yeah, well, I'm in a shit mood, so, and you're like, dang it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's so fun, man, like, in the beginning, it's scary, because you have this, you know, what you perceive as this amazing, life-changing idea, I'm going to impact so many people, and we're going to have financial freedom and time. <laughs> freedom. And, and then you start your business. And for like, I mean, for the first year, Gabby didn't pay herself at all. Yeah. I heard that <laughs> for A whole year. It was like, she luckily sa- saved a lot of money when she was working as a nurse. So mm-hmm. used that as she needed to, I was working my physical therapy business. So that helped us, you know, kind of keep things afloat. And that first year we put in, I mean, hundreds, thousands of hours without seeing a single penny. and then um, you know, year two is when we started to see some some nice return on investment, but if you can't, Eat shit for a year. Good luck. I I thought, I guess
0: it's so easy to quit when you're at that point. Most people do.
3: You have to be like such a wishful thinker. You have to be like, no, it's going to be okay. I know it looks really bad. (laughs) 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 We did this for a reason. Remember. And then even to family members, they're kind of like, Uh, no, I know it looks really bad, but listen, give me a little bit more time. Okay. There's a reason. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Right. I definitely experienced that. They're like, you're quitting your
3: nursing job. What? I'm like, trust me, it's going to work out. (laughs) I know. And then they're, they're like trying to be supportive. They're like, okay, i get it. You like it. And then you're like, a couple months into it. And they're like, well, how's it going? And you're being honest with them. And they're like, so have you thought about going back? And you're like, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally, all Stop. of that. I mean, think about it, like, Gab as a nurse, myself as a physical therapist, we could literally get a job at any time, anywhere. You know, decent, decent income, health insurance, super cushy, working in an office, but like, <laughs> screw that, dude, like, yeah bro, I don't want that. I want the freaking roller coaster ride. <laughs> We're, front.
2: We're front row. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm ready to go, man. Hey, congratulations yeah. for for no hands in it because that's the only way to do it.
3: <laughs> yeah, that that really is cuz you you're so right. There, it can almost be tempting sometimes in your dark moments. Like you're kind of like oh, I really don't have to suffer like this. Like, you know, but you're like, but no, I do. Because I left it for a reason. Like, even though it was so cush and it made me feel so good and I like excelled at my career and I was at a good spot and people respected me and I was good at what I did, I still chose to leave it. So there's like always that perspective that we come back to. We're like, well, but we still chose to risk it all. To do this, so obviously that says something. I mean, even though I'm a little crazy now, but it says something.
1: It's it's. I mean, I can't even articulate how freeing it is. Like, there's definitely days where we'll work like sixteen hours, and then there's some days where we're like, well, we don't need to work at all. So, and like every day, I mean, we're so blessed to live in this neighborhood in Carlsbad where we have beautiful trails and canyons in our neighborhood so like in the morning we're just out in nature at lunch we'll go out for a walk we walk like three hours a day like like (laughs) minimum two which is crazy to think about like when now when we're working our our,
2: when we were working our salary jobs we were waking up at like 4 30 to get like an hour walk in before we went into work so like it feels really good now to (laughs) have more freedom and maybe we're putting in more hours or the same amount of hours but it's you're, you're putting all your hours and dedication into your own person uh passion and like purpose and mission and you're driving that forward which is just way more freeing
0: yeah yeah so you're investing in yourself yes you're chasing your dreams and not only that but in the process you're helping thousands of other people yeah. Follow their dreams and passions too, so it it reciprocates in another way as well. Like, yeah, there's some struggle leading up to that success, but like, and there's even struggle once you've hit success. You know, there's that's how business is, and that's what that's what keeps most people away from it. That's what scares people out of it. But if you can just push and push and push, then you know you only get to go up from there. But I love that because you help yourself and you help thousands of other people that find you, maybe they find you on Instagram, maybe they find your website, yeah. I mean, who knows,
3: hey, check out this couple, maybe even they send the video, like Trent and I always send videos on Instagram to each other, yeah. so, you know, like, they're, like, sending a video of you guys, like, hey, check out this couple, like, they're inspo to me, follow their page, like, follow them, their husband and wife duo doing this, like, And no matter where they're at, they'll both be following you guys. So it gives them like a common ground. They'll be like, hey, did you check out their video? Did you see their video? Maybe we should try that. Like, you know, like it's an inspiration. Yes, it's huge. It's huge. And you you have an unlimited audience on social media. You can be, you guys, where you live now, you can get someone in Australia and inspire a couple in Australia, like that you would have never had the capability of doing if you didn't risk what you were willing to risk to take the moves you did and that's so I respect it so much because I know how hard that is (laughs)
0: yeah it takes huge yeah it takes a lot of willpower and a lot of strength and like you said bouncing off of someone that you love that has the same passions as you that can be like when you're like all right I I don't know if I can do this anymore like I'm tired of you know, not eating, <laughs> and they're like, no, it's all right, babe, like, you know, we we went in this together, we got each other's back, no matter what, it's, we're gonna make this work, and then once you finally get to the top of that mountain, and you can see the view, it's all worth it,
1: it's all yeah. It. Yeah. And, and it's so interesting thinking about that, because, like, if someone asked me if, if, we, like, I felt I was successful, I'd be like, not even close, like you know we've just got to like the first we just i feel like we just got past base camp like (laughs) you know like it's we're only we're only a year into business and fortunately things are going very well but it's like you know i we have such a big vision for what we want to create like we're just literally scratching the surface yeah keep it big keep it big never shrink the vision (laughs) you gotta gotta dream big man and like I think that's what like a big part of what gets me up in the morning just like stoked is because it's like, you know, if we just stopped right now, we could probably live pretty comfortably and yeah. like we can make a pretty big impact. But like, I want to reach like millions of people. Yeah, that's not know, I want to reach millions. And that's what gets me pumped. I'm like, dude, so many people need to have kettlebells. Yeah. So many people need to feel what it's like to to be able to crank out a 30 to 45 minute session at home during their lunch break that doesn't interfere with their day at all so that they can feel good, show up to their work, show up to the family with more energy. And it's like, yeah, you know, it, I think that we're definitely in a better place now, but I like, honestly, I feel like. It's yeah, just starting. It's just beginning. There's no ceiling. Zero. No ceiling.
0: I Zero. love that. Well, so what is like? I was gonna ask you guys what's like a daily to help yeah. you stay motivated to help you stay in it. Like, what's your day look like as far as like daily routines and yeah. you know, med- if you meditate, nutrition, yeah, like it is. what we got mm-hmm. going on.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, well, what, re- more recently, so pretty much, I used to wake up pretty freaking early because I was always in that mindset of. I gotta wake up, you know, early bird gets the worm. And I would see, I was still seeing some in-person clients early. So I was getting up at like usually around five, um, 5.30. I, we have a little walking pad here and I'd have my coffee, get on my walking pad, like answer some emails, get, get back to athletes. And uh, more recently I have really stopped seeing like all of the clients I had to drive to so pretty much if they don't come to me or I'm not working with them via Zoom, I'm just not seeing them. Um, and that's been really nice. So we've been sleeping in more recently, <laughs> which has been great. So usually we'll get up at like six o'clock. And um, our routine is essentially wake up and go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Like first thing in the morning, you know, it's, it's been just gorgeous here recently. So you get that early morning sunshine. You just hydrate you know we have we pretty much pour some element element into our uh water get some electrolytes go for a walk and that's where we kind of talk and we're like okay so how you doing today you know what 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 do we need to work towards what's our like what's our goal for the week essentially Mm -hmm. and then we just reverse engineer what we need to do every day to accomplish our weekly goal and uh so we'll go for a walk for like an hour come back have breakfast And usually at that point we'll break up and just like do some projects. So maybe I'll get back to our athletes and Gabby will start creating a type of, you know a resource, a PDF or a course. And, you know, after an hour or two hours we'll come together, she'll review whatever I did. I'll review what she did. Okay, thumbs up, let's push it forward. And so in a lot of ways we work on individual products, cross check each other, make sure like, I, you know, I'm not like super meticulous. Gabby is so organized. So like, she has to check, double check my work, particularly with programming because there's all these little things that go into it. And I'm a, I'm a big picture visionary and she's like a fine detail. So that's been nice. That's perfect.
3: Yeah. It works out <laughs> perfect.
1: Yeah. And, uh, that's usually the morning right there. You get at your walk in, you have breakfast, finish one project, and then we'll, you know, have lunch, go for our second walk of the day. All right. How did the morning go? Mm -hmm. Was it, was it a success or was it a bust? (laughs) (laughs) You know, oftentimes things will just pop up unexpectedly. Like, you you know, there's just little things that happen when you run a business that you just don't expect to happen sometimes. So, Mm -hmm. but that's more rare than anything. Typically it's like smooth sailing. We got it done. We come back after our, our, Uh, afternoon or or lunchtime walk and then what's our next project and typically we'll just try to work on like one to two projects a day tops because we used to have like this long list of things we want to do in a day and we never got done
2: yeah and then you just get stressed you're anxious you're like oh my god I didn't do anything today but (laughs) you got the most important tasks done at least so yeah and then I think At the end of the day, more recently, we started to incorporate this, um, I guess, like mindful practice for our evening walk. So we went to a mastermind event with uh, Cody Alford and Rebecca Rouse, and they gave us some prompts, which were um, everyday either journal or reflect on what you're grateful for, um, what you learned that day, and what emotions you felt that day. Mm -hmm. And that has been really fun for us to do during our evening walk because it really, it helps us stay present with the journey. And oftentimes like when you have this big vision and such a um, passion that you're driving after, like it's hard to just appreciate the journey and where you're at in it. So recently we've been incorporating that practice which has been so helpful. Mm -hmm
1: big time, big time. And even just like checking your emotions, you know, like how, how did the morning go? Where's it stressful? Why was it stressful? How could we handle that situation better? Um, you know, I think that those, those prompts, like so simple takes you like five minutes to go through each, but great way to finish your day. And like I said, we're walking for like two hours a day. So we need something to like, you know, kind of, <laughs> Kind of reflect on during the walks. That's not just strictly business related. Yeah. Um. So those have been good prompts, and then obviously we train every day, so we're pretty flexible with that. Honestly, like when we look at our day, like uh, some days, like we kind of reversing things a bit here. We designed our business so that we could we could make the biggest impact possible with the least amount of time spent actually um on calls like on on calls with clients um. so essentially like we you know depending on the day we may have like one tops two calls most days we don't have any calls um so that we can pretty much like do other things that like work on the business rather than work in the business yeah we
2: can design our day the way that we think we'll be able to get the most amount of work done. Yeah,
1: so like depending on what our day looks like, we'll either train in the morning, we'll train in the evening, maybe in the middle of the day. That's variable, um, but like we're just, we kind of just listen to our bodies and look at our schedule and we're like, okay, how are we feeling? Do we want to train right now? Let's get it done. Or it's like after a long day, like like last night, we didn't start our training session until like what, 7.30, 30? Yeah. o'clock, something like that. So we, we always get it in, but that's more variable. Yeah. um but I think what really holds our day together are our walks honestly like the the morning the afternoon the evening walk that's what like helps us keep shit moving forward
2: yeah it brings brings
3: clarity throughout the day
0: yeah it's a very mindful practice it's
3: very mindful I actually really love the uh, um like you guys said like at the evening like ta- like kind of taking a tally like a note of how you feel emotionally like what how was your day what was it like and like kind of like writing that down, almost like a journal prompt, because I I guess like lately, like we've been talking about a lot, like, cause we're very similar in that aspect. You have so, you have this huge vision and you're like, so there's almost, you forget to celebrate a lot. Like, you're like, it just wasn't, it wasn't where I wanted it to be. Like, yeah, that was great, but I'm really up here. And so you're constantly like, you know, going, going, going. Um, but I've heard so many people talk lately on podcasts and things like that, that are really successful people talking about enjoying the middle. And that is a perfect way They're they're talking about the present when they say middle. And it's just like, Hey, how are your emotions? When you go back and look at your emotions through your journal prompts, is there something that's maybe more of a habit that you're creating? Like maybe if you have frustration almost every single day at the same time of the day, Is this something that's triggering it? Or is this an emotional memory that you can kind of let go of? Like, this is like um, more of a trauma thing. Or maybe like, oh, I'm experiencing more happiness as we get further into this. Maybe I'm releasing more stuff. Like there's so many things you can see. And it is like a huge mindful thing. And even like walking, because you're like, you're going through your brain, your body's in motion, you're in sunlight, you're, you know, you're forest bathing, really, you're in nature, there's. Animals, you're hearing all these beautiful sounds. Like, so it's very clearing and energizing at the same time.
1: Yep, exactly. So that's been a really good practice. And um, you know, we actually started really picking up the walking when we were at our most stress. And that was like <clears throat> our biggest stress reliever was just going for a walk. And we we're like, okay, there's gotta be something to that. So we just kept with it for the past. Four years.
2: Yeah, that's
0: awesome. It's funny how like the 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 most stressful times create the most uh the best habits. (laughs) I
3: know you don't look at them like that when you're in those stressful times. You're just trying to find a way to cope, (laughs) but that way to cope ends up being like such a beautiful thing that you carry a lesson, really. You know that you keep in your life.
0: We're getting close to now here, so and I don't want to hold you guys up, so. I was gonna ask you what all different like programs do you guys have yes. that you're offering online? Because you guys, like you said earlier, you do 95% or better of your work is done online. And so you've got clients all over the world. What what all do you offer for starters, elite athletes, whatever?
1: Yeah, so we have uh programs for all fitness levels, for all skill level with kettlebells, our beginner program that takes people who have literally never touched a kettlebell from swing all the way to snatch is called base camp. And it's 13 weeks. And we just walk you through the system that we've developed that helps at this point, I think we've taken 600 athletes through it. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's been a, just a great program for beginners to learn. We also have uh, a, a similar program to that. That's three days a week. So base camp is five days, Our other program is called Build Your Base. And that's for people who are maybe a bit more deconditioned. um, They're a bit more intimidated by the kettlebell and they just want to take it slower. So rather than 13 weeks, it's more like six months. And that has really helped improve uh, retention and just like consistency for these athletes. Because, you know, five days a week, if you've never trained before, going from zero to five is a lot. Um, so for for folks who are like, I'm just trying to move my body 30 minutes three days a week, we got you covered. Yeah. those are needs. Um we have um uh, more advanced programs. Um pretty much we have we just created train along programs that are like you do the exact same training as us, which has been super fun. So it's a lot of the athletes who've gone through base camp. They're pretty savvy with their skills. And we continue teaching them, um, you know, to help them sharpen their skills, mm-hmm. introduce them to complexes where you do multiple skills, double the bell. So they're building more strength and confidence with two kettlebells. Um, so, you know, we have the beginner, we have the more advanced, and then we have some tweener programs um, called resilience mm-hmm. and elevate your base. So resilience is a five day a week, And Elevate Your Base is a three day a week, more of a intermediate program. So pretty much after folks graduate from Build Your Base or Base Camp, they can decide to go to Resilience or Elevate Your Base. And then finally, they can come to our train along program where they do the same training as us.
2: Mm -hmm. Which is a ton of fun. It's really helped build community because now I think. I don't know how many people we have on our train along program, but I mean, so many people are doing the same training day to day and they're sharing different videos of them doing different moves. And it's a ton of fun It's awesome and really inspiring. And that's all within our Kettlebell Athletes membership. So you get access to all the programs within our membership. You get access to us for coaching. So we allow all of our athletes to send in videos for form feedback, which is the most important thing that I would say like 90% of memberships online are missing is they're not providing the coaching on how to actually perform the, the, the skill or movement. So that's why our athletes get really good results <laughs> is because we're there with them every step of the way, coaching them through it, um, making sure they're confident. Yep. And um, more recently, we created a higher touch point coaching experience called Strong From Home. So that's where we take... Uh, a group of athletes through an eight-week experience where we get on weekly live calls and we provide them kettlebell coaching and nutrition coaching. So it's for beginners. We have a beginner group, but we also have athletes who have been training with us and who just want to go deeper. They want that live time. They want the, the real coaching experience. And that's been a ton of fun. So we're about halfway through with the group right now. And We're just seeing huge improvements in their strength, their technique.
0: Was that you were talking about that the forty-year-old mom
1: earlier with the the forty-pound? That's that program. Okay, yeah,
2: yeah, yes, yeah. Well,
1: well, she's actually she's on she's within our our membership. Well, oh, oh, with the jerks. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what. Yeah, eighty jerks. Yeah. Yeah. And, um,
2: yeah, she was a she's like a 50 year old physician who got extremely burnt out and, um, hasn't really strength trained before, but kettlebells just have been a perfect tool for her to build strength for her physical body to then handle the mental and emotional stressors mm-hmm. of life.
3: I'm so glad you said that. I always preach that. Yes. 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 Like the more physical barriers you break, the more mental barriers you will break. Mm -hmm. And that is huge for people to realize that your brain is rewiring itself. Every time you go past that point, when you're exercising, you're like, oh, holy shit, this is so heavy. I don't want to be doing this. But every time you go past that and you change the way you think about it, now you're breaking huge mental barriers. I'm so glad you said that because I've never said that on a podcast. Like I say that in class, like, I actually have an Eminem song that I always think <laughs> of, um, and I am always like, "How much further would you go if you knew how close you were to the success? Like, how much more would you push it if you knew we only had thirty more seconds left? Like, like what? How much more would you do?" And I'm always like, "You're breaking barriers. You're breaking barriers." But I'm so glad you t- like, touched on that because that's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And yeah, it's, so that's been tons of fun. Like that's one, like I, we lead those calls with our strong from home athletes and like, I am juiced up. Like it's so much fun teaching and just like watching them. Like you said, break through internal barriers, hit PRs, like their skills are getting sharp. Everyone's having fun smiling. Like it's just, it's such a great environment on the calls. And then the nutrition coaching is something that's very unique like a lot of these programs are either nutrition or they're training and we're like both you need both like if you really want to get strong and you really want to improve your performance you got to know how to fuel the body mm-hmm. and that's been you know i think both the kettlebell training and the nutrition has been game changing but it's just amazing to see what happens when you show people that you need, you can eat more, like you need to <laughs> eat more to fuel your performance, to boost your metabolism, to build muscle, because there's this huge misconception that I need to eat less. I need to get small. And, you know, obviously there's some instances where, yeah, maybe you do need to eat less, but there's a lot of instances where yes, you need to eat more.
2: Of the right things.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yes, well, yes. And
0: like you said, like the, in the, like doing fitness classes, it's like eighty percent women as well, and that's a huge misconception. In the oh, there always, they will always yeah. be
3: like, I don't know why I'm gaining weight. I only eat like a couple crackers a day, and I'm like, what? <laughs> they're like, you're really yeah. eating <laughs> like, they're like, yeah, I had a banana for breakfast and a couple crackers at lunch, and I'm like, what?
2: <laughs> and like with that client who was jerking the double forties overhead, we took her through strong from home and. She was the same way. She was eating like 1300 calories when she came to us. And um, we slowly ramped her up to like 1500. Then by the end of level one, she was at I think 1700 calories. And now she's-
1: 2000. Yeah,
2: past 2000. But we had to like change her mindset around food and what you need to do to fuel your body when you're performing at a high level. And I mean, she's fifty years old and never thought she would be able to lose weight. And she dropped
1: Three like
2: pounds with us. And she's like, everything I read on the internet told me I was doomed. I was never going to lose weight. Uh, like
1: and got put on muscle. Like yeah. like she packed on. Her waist is thinner and her hips are are wider. I guess <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, like in a good way. Yeah, she's
2: happy about her booty gains. Like yeah. she. Gets <laughs> yeah like
3: measuring her hips, she's like i'm getting booty gains yeah.
2: Yeah. Like-
3: especially with the kettlebell right like that's why i'm always telling women like because shretton does a lot of the kettlebell classes and i'm like yeah bar is great for the body i mean i really obviously us as women we focus on the lower body like men want to focus on arms and you know, back and things like that and I'm like, but the kettlebell, like, you know, you're really going to see some gains with the kettlebell and I'm like, don't be intimidated by it. Like those swings, you know, those squats, the goblet squats, like all of it, like you're going to yeah. see some gains. And I think it is really important for women to know too, the higher amount of protein that you eat and fat and good calories, the more gains you will see in the areas you want. Like, you know, being on these calorie restricted diets and you're wondering why you're not getting the booty you want you're not getting the hips you want you know you're not seeing what you want to see well you're you're starving yourself and your body's like fighting to stay alive in essence because you're doing these hard workouts you're not beating it and it's just it's kind of like yeah it's fighting to stay alive (laughs) and it's like what are we doing out there like where the hell are we like we're starving and running all the time like who's chasing us like
0: we're a horrible hunter yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) so i think that's awesome i'm i'm so happy for that lady i'm so happy for her to see some booty and hip gains
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah so that's been that's strong from home and that's been a ton of fun like we're really looking forward to keep to keep making the experience better and just bringing on more people to really show them like how capable they are and how simple it can be to fuel your body, mm-hmm. um, to help you accomplish your goals. Cause it's, there's so much information out there with nutrition. And it's like, yo, keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Like yep. keep that shit simple.
2: our whole thing is we want it to be sustainable. Like if, if you can't sustain it past eight weeks, like we're not telling you to do that. Like we want it to be sustainable for you.
0: Yeah. There's too many rules in the fitness industry, too many rules, less rules is better. <laughs> more direct rules yeah. and that's that's all it's gotta be where so where can people find you i know the website's easy right kettlebellathletes.com mm-hmm. and then what? Well, where else can people find you i'll put all this in the show notes too so um everybody can find you guys
2: we're most active on instagram at kettlebellathletes uh we have a youtube with some stuff up there but mainly
3: we're on instagram like Every day pretty much. <laughs> that's easy. That's perfect. People could just be like scrolling at night and getting some fitness and stuff for the morning.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And we do a good job of answering messages. So people have questions that shoot us a DM. We're always here to be a resource, help you figure, figure things out. And uh that's how I honestly a lot of our athletes come to us. They're like, Hey, what 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 kettlebells do you recommend we get? And we tell them which ones, and then a week later they're jumping into join our membership so uh, yeah hit us up.
2: Yeah, we want to get kettlebells in as many hands as possible because we know <laughs> the power of them. You
0: know, <laughs> that's the mission. Oh, one last thing I wanted to ask you cuz I think this is a really cool story that's on your guys website. Your your logo has the diamond in the middle. Why a diamond?
2: Well, when we were thinking about our logo, we didn't want to just do a kettlebell because kettlebells in our name, you know, we don't need to represent ourselves with a kettlebell. And a huge reason why we got into training was for the mental resilience that it brings, as well as physical resilience. So um, I guess my story is I got extremely burnt out during the pandemic working as a nurse, like so burnt out, depressed, anxious, like I felt like I didn't even know who I was anymore. And kettlebell training really helped me get through that stressful time. It helped me stay grounded and just develop myself mentally and physically so we thought the diamond was a beautiful representation for athletes because we all go through stressful times we're all put under pressure and the key is coming out stronger and shining on the other side
1: and that's what diamonds are diamonds are built under pressure
3: Mm -hmm. love it i like it
1: it.
0: i
3: like that too yeah Mm mm-hmm
0: But we won't help you guys any longer. So I'll make sure, I'll send you a message too, just to make sure we get everything in the show notes um, that works out well. If you guys are going to be around Georgia in the beginning of September, definitely check out Bell Fest. I think that's going to be one of the coolest events of the year, especially in the fitness industry and obviously for kettlebells in general. But thank you guys for joining us today.
3: Yes, thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Mm Yeah, it was
3: so much fun
2: chatting with you guys.
0: Thank you. It's definitely our pleasure. <laughs> hey everybody, I'm back again to remind you for the second time in this episode that we are sponsored by the book sales of Rewilding the Modern Man, written by yours truly, Trenton Sweet, and the book sales of Awakening the Tranquil Warrior, written by myself and my wife Caitlin. To books that you can find basically anywhere that you buy books. So check them out. We are also sponsored by Energy Fitness Studio in Washington, Pennsylvania. So your participation there also sponsors this podcast. And thank you very much for your support. We are also sponsored by The Old Road Farm in Washington, Pennsylvania. A beautiful family-owned regenerative farm doing everything the right way. And if you want to know more about them, and I think that you should, check them out at theoldroadfarm.com.